Hello everybody, I am Brent Reed and on today's episode we talk about the baseball 2020 season, the King's place in history, and we need to find a home for Baker Mayfield. So get ready, buckle up, take a look at your watch and see what time it is. If you don't, if you can't tell time, just ask somebody and they will tell you that it is shoot time!
shot on Elo. Listening to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. Let's go! Let's go! Welcome everybody! Welcome to an all-new Downright Sports right here on so many networks, so many on all podcast platforms out there. I am your host, the notorious sports critic Brent Reed, back again. Another show, two in one week. Uh, for those of you out there that have never heard the show before, this is a sports talk show for all sport fans out there. Talk, uh, giving it to you from the thoughts of a sports fan. Uh, if this is the first time you've ever listened to the show, feel free to t- subscribe on all major platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, uh and uh, Google Play, Radio Public, all of that. And then if you're not in the podcast and you're really old school and you're like, remember the days of radio? <sighs> and that's what nickels were a quarter. Anyway, I uh, listen to the show third, um, all new every Wednesday on uh, live365.com. DJ Chase Radio, anywhere you can find it, listen to it. Also, every Thursday, it's original home, DynastyRadioNY.com at 8 o'clock at night. Your number one source for hip-hop, R&B. So, except on Thursdays when Downright Sports takes over and it's a sports show, you can listen to on Saturdays twice on two different stations. Wake up Saturday with your boy, on uh, Fab 94.5 The Hits, and you can listen to it at Fab 94.5 The Hits with a Z.com, and you can listen at 3 o'clock p.m. in the afternoon on Trap Radar Radio at Fleet Radio Network.com. God, downright sports is everywhere. Also, hitting the road May 21st. We will be recording a show, man, man. <laughs> My co host wanted to get in on the action. We will be recording a show in Greensboro, North Carolina at an event I have been honored to be able to attend. Uh, we are going to interview um, athletes, basketball players. Uh, people in uh, uh, industry, so we'll be at the hit the hoops in hip hop conference. We will be there. Go to uh, Instagram to check a look at it. Get all the information. Media Blitz is next week, believe from what I was told. All right, so more to come. Whole show to do promo. Now we got that out the way. Now that that's the 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 particulars are out of the way. Trying to get the microphone where it doesn't sound like I'm screaming. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's what I do. Anyway, so the Cleveland Browns made a decision. Uh, they decided that they were going to, the, they were out of the Baker Mayfield uh, uh, employment, even though he's still on the team. But they decided to go after, um, uh, crap, can't remember his name. <laughs> Uh, Deshaun Wilson, Watson. I don't know why his name popped out of my head. We're not going to go down the rabbit hole of is it ethical, is it right, should they have gone after a guy. As I scratched the microphone up, I'm sorry. Should they have gone after a player with so much baggage? And his baggage is not like, oh, he's in the locker room screaming. No, he's a fantastic player, fantastic football player. We're not going to take that away from the young man. I can say that it's older than him. We're not going to take that away from him. But I would be, uh, I would be, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact he has twenty-two. That is twenty-two legal allegations against him for sexual misconduct, uh, in which, if we can paint a picture here, uh, Deshaun is at home wherever he. Let's just. I, I like to envision that he's home because he's rich, and he's at home, and he's. On, you know, he gets on the phone. He's like, you know, I just played Tennessee and they really beat me up. You know what I can use? A massage. I can use a massage. Send me a massage therapist to the crib, please. Now, this is all allegations, so we don't know if this is true. But I go on. Yeah, send a 
massage over. All right, cool. Person comes over. He spreads out on the table. Now, she's already, like, freaked out because she's trying to figure out why he's naked. But she's like, all right, it's part of the job. And, like, she's working the back. She's working the shoulders. She's cracking cacao. You know what I'm saying? He's feeling like a billion bucks. She's working. And then she starts working the thighs and the glutes and, like, his radar. He's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, what? She cracks, like, four feet. That was actually my hand, if you can hear that. That was my hand. And he, she's just cracking. Everything's cacao, cacao. And then he's just, she's like, all right, I need you to roll over because I got to do your shoulders. And, you know, I got to, like, mm, like, like crack your sternum with my elbow. And when she rolls over, he's got, like, a 20 in his pocket. And she's like, what is that for? And he's like, oh, you know what that's for. And she's like, oh, no. So he struck out on them. And then, like, he went 21 more. Allegedly. Let's be clear. Allegedly. But I like to pretend. And allegedly... He asked 22 different women, I'm assuming, and was like, yo, so there's 20 in my pocket. I'm assuming it in his pocket, because if not, it'd be awkward if it was somewhere else. And they all went, nah, bruh, not that kind of masseuse, in which he was like, oh, okay. That's what happened, allegedly. But Cleveland wanted him as their front and center quarterback, the star of their team, the guy that's going to be on all posters when kids Google and that's the first thing that comes up. But Baker Mayfield, on the other hand, who is their current quarterback, a young man who's been there for four years. And Baker Mayfield, in his four years, has given Cleveland more of creditation than ever. Because before him, Cleveland was known as what we like to call a joke. Um, teams will circle Cleveland on the schedule and say, oh, that's homecoming. Teams will circle Cleveland on the schedule and say, this is the game where I'm going to get my stats up. And then they drafted him number one in 2018. And since drafting him, if I'm not mistaken, the young man has had maybe three different co- head coaches. Two definitely. All right. I want to say three. Maybe you could throw an interim in there. And... The team is like, all right, last year, because every year since drafting him and then making the moves they've made, every year they're the Super Bowl contender. Super Bowl for a team that ain't that has never seen the Super Bowl, they're Super Bowl contenders. The Cleveland Browns became the Los Angeles Clippers of the NFL. The team that everybody gets excited for, but they're still the Clippers, right? You understand what I'm saying? They're still the Clippers. For them to go away, we got to find a home for Baker Mayfield. Because Baker don't have a home. He's not going to have a home. And I couldn't tell you for the life of me why Houston was like, oh, yeah, just give us Baker in the exchange of us giving you everything. We didn't take a player back in return. The Texans are now turning into the Cleveland of the South as they continue to make stupid decisions after stupid decisions after, I'm sorry, stupid decisions. You draft a player and don't get a player. You get draft picks. The heck? Anyway, so we got to find... So I will be Baker Mayfield's real estate agent. And we got to find a home for him. Now, the Mayfields, if you will, four years in the league. uh, The young man, uh, he has 92 touchdowns, 56 interceptions. Not too shabby. uh, Over 14,000 yards passing. He's never started less than 14 games. Um, he kind of, he can run and throw. He's got that ability, kind of looks like a Russell Wilson, if you will. Uh, has a real strong arm. You know, can get that ball down and feel really good on the play actions. He's been to the playoffs once. He's one and one in the playoffs. Four touchdowns, one interception in the playoffs. Still very good. His career record, though, 29 and 30. Not too good. Not too bad. Uh, quoting, uh, Steve Spur. Other quarterback, notable quarterbacks in his draft class, uh, Sam Donald, uh, Josh Allen, beast, uh, Lamar Jackson, he went last in the first round, so somebody was drinking. Uh, those, those, oh, 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 Josh Roseland, who I forgot about, he was with Arizona, and the last time I saw him, I believe he just sold me and Allie stuff at Wegmans. I think he's the person at Wegmans that gave, told us we can scan our stuff and go. You know, but, uh, hey. So, any case, I like to find, you know what, let's, just, let's go, let's go all in the role play. Let me take the hat off. 
Let's take the hat off. We're going to go into role play. So for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, basically, I got a button-up shirt on, my beautiful baseball tie that my fiance bought me for Christmas, and I even have a tie clip. So I am, so hello, Baker, let me introduce you to some of these lovely homes if I can present them to you. Uh, we have two in New York available currently right now. One of the New York football giants, which are a truly, truly dumpster fire right now. Now, they do have a fantastic running back that never plays in uh, Saquon Barkley. They also have a quarterback that is abysmal in Daniel Jones, which you will easily be better than him. And just like that, uh, then there's the other New York team, the Jets. I don't recommend the Jets. But the Jets should probably market and think about getting you. The Jets are terrible, by the way. I, I can't. If I'm your real estate agent, I can't pay. The Jets is moving into a, a crack neighborhood in the 1980s. The stock, you know, the, the upsell in a few years may be really good. But right now, you don't want your kids in that school district. All right. Then we have Minnesota. Hmm. Minnesota's interesting. Gets a little cold, Baker. But at the same time, you know what could happen? You play indoors in a brand new stadium. You ain't got to worry about all that snow and stuff like you did in Cleveland, right? And then you got a team that's kind of ready to go. That offense is strong. The current person right now living in that house is terrible. Uh, whatever his name is, uh, Kirk Cousins or something like that. He steals money from the league. We're all ready to get him out the community. Uh, they have a brand new head coach, so he has no ties to this guy. I think he's more than willing to just part ways with him. Defense is pretty strong. The team last year went 8-9, and nine, just right there. You do got to compete every year against Aaron Rodgers, but he's getting older. And then the other teams competing in that division are Detroit, Chicago, and they're not any good. Uh, oh, sorry. I forgot Detroit was on my listing. If you just want to steal money and start, you should probably go to Detroit. But we're going to avoid Detroit because no matter what you... Now, granted, on the upside, if you can go to, go to Detroit and you could do something no other quarterback has ever done, and that's lead Detroit to the championship, then, Baker, you, sir, will live like a king for life. Because the current quarterback, Jared Goff, 45-37, and 37, not bad. He also has a tie in his record. You don't have that. He's got a lot of passes, but a lot of that stuff is when he was with the Rams. The other team, Pittsburgh. We're going to come back to Pittsburgh. Uh, Houston, indoors. Beautiful weatherly around. Great golf courses. The team is, was very competitive last year. They just didn't have a quarterback. I think you could be the guy. I don't know why they passed up on you the first time. Maybe they will wait. Maybe maybe they think you're going to get cut. In which so, I say we go down there. Washington, you could be the true commander. Because the guy that they got sitting in there, nobody wants. And he gets hurt all the time. But think about it. You're the commander. You're playing in the nation's capital. Baker the Commander. I see the t-shirts now. And then finally, here I got two places I think you really like. The others is to wet your beak a little bit. But Seattle and Pittsburgh. Go with me on this. Seattle just lost their quarterback. A guy I feel like you you plug right in and you replace him automatically. And then Pittsburgh, their quarterback just retired. And that team was in the playoffs just last year. Not to mention, you know that team very well. And wouldn't you like the fact to play Cleveland twice every year and you just get your revenge? Even if the Steelers go 2-1 whatever, the two wins was against Cleveland. Can I can I entice you there? Now, if you go out to Seattle, the good news is you're on the West Coast. The coverage is different. You don't have to worry about everybody and their mama like reading the tea leaves and picking you apart. Nah, man. Just sit back and relax. You Listen, I gave you the listings. You give me back your price and we'll talk about it, all right? All right, I got a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. You call, your people call my people, okay? Your people call my people. I'm a terrible real estate agent. I think I could do it, but I, my accent, like, people would not trust me. They would think their houses was leaking. Like, is that a hole in the... Nah, 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 nah. That's a sunroof. It's a sunroof. This is what I'm trying to tell you. It's a sunroof. Why are you asking me all these questions? You want to buy it or not? If not, get out. <laughs> Alright, this is Downway Sports. This is another show. This is episode 25. And what we're going to do, 
I'll tell you what I'm going to do. All music today, you got to get back to the basics, kids. All music today is that soul power. We kicked the show off with Sex Machine by the one, the only, the godfather of soul, Mr. Please, Please, Please himself, James Brown. And then we're going to play a Curiosity by the Jets, for those of you out there old enough to remember that. Uh, we're going to play a little P-Funk. You want to get funked up by Parliament Funkadelic during the news. For those of you listening on uh, Dynasty and DJ Ch- Dynasty Radio and DJ Chase Radio, you get to get uh, you get to hear the news. That's what we just call it. The news. If you're listening on the podcast, if you're listening on Fab 94.5, the hits, and if you're listening on Trap Radar Radio, well, you will hear P Funk. How about that? Uh, and we're also going to finish the show with some Boots of College. <laughs> oh, baby. So, uh, when we come back, we're going to discuss baseball in the 2020 season. It's pretty much just me losing my mind over how terrible the Yankees are and what is going on and how uh, Brian Cashman has a job. <laughs> Spoiler alert. If you are watching on YouTube, which nobody is, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, because uh, you can always watch later, I guess. In any case, uh, I don't take breaks on here, because I don't feel like getting up. So, <laughs> uh, you, me, YouTube, we're going to watch the Nick game. For everybody else, cue up the Jets. Curiosity. Downright Sports. That average Joes does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him.
No, the cell is not opening. No, 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 no. No, that sound means I'm going nuclear. Before I go nuclear, I'm first <laughs> going to talk about some of the moves that happened this offseason in baseball, okay? So, what we have is, Yankees, what we have is um, the baseball lockout is done, and now teams are ready to gear up for a season that's going to start, I think, in two weeks. I'm pretty sure the season starts in about two weeks. Uh, April 7th, if I'm not mistaken. I'm make sure I'm off the day. Um, so... Freddie Freeman, the big fish, went out to L.A. Went from a, went from Chocolate City, Atlanta to Tinseltown, L.A. Six years, $162 million. He joins that powerhouse team. Uh, did I do that lineup? I think I gave up because I was tired of writing yesterday. <laughs> I was. I was doing a lot of stuff. I got tired of writing. That lineup is going to be stacked as I'm killing time so I can pull it up. Um, then you have uh, Boston hmm, getting Trevor Story uh, from Colorado, a young man with a lot of pop in his uh, um, in his back. Very good shortstop, solid short defensive shortstop. The Twins with the shocker end up uh, picking up Carlos Correa, three years. $105.3 million. The Miami Marlins took the World Series uh, hero from Atlanta. George Soler, three years, 65 mil. Philly added to their outfield getting some firepower. Nick Castellano, five years, 100 mil even. Uh, uh, Kenley Jansons left the Dodgers and went to Atlanta for a year. Colorado picked up Chris Bryant, which was a big one because... Nope, like what? I don't think Colorado's ever had a free agency signing ever of this magnitude. Like they get trades, but I don't think anybody like really was like, I'll go to Colorado. Uh six seven years, 182 million. Uh the Rays the A's traded Matt Chapman to the Blue Jays. The A's also traded uh Matt Olsen to the A uh the A's traded Matt Olsen to the Atlanta, basically to replace Freddie Freeman. So I decided me, nobody else, decided that this should be, this. there's six teams you should kind of keep your eye on throughout the year. I do this every year. I've been doing this since I started doing this stupid show. I always do this, like, category. Teams, let's watch. I don't know if it's embedded in me from other sporting shows or it's just an easy way for me to do stuff. But uh, the Orioles, the, <clears throat> the Baltimore Orioles, the New York Yankees, the Minnesota Twins, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the New York Mets, and the San Diego Padres. I don't think these are teams that are going to win the World Series. I think they're interesting teams to watch. Um, in the case of the Orioles, because the Yankees, oh boy, we're going to save you. In the case of the Orioles, they have a very young team. But something stood out to me when I was taking a look at their offensive numbers. They had uh, four guys last year that hit over 30, uh, hit 20 or more. Uh, two guys were over 30, two guys were over 20. Uh, Ryan um, Matt Castle, first baseman, young guy, a lot of pops, something baseball. You got a first baseman that can hit and can deep defend, you're in the good. Uh, they have a guy that everybody should know his name by the end of the year in Cecil Mills, Millens, uh, first Oriole to go 30 for 30. 30 stolen bases, 30 home runs. That is impressive. Granted, guys in the past stole more stolen bases than 30. The game has fallen. But in the case of him, Baltimore needs a star. Cecil is a star. He is the star. Now, granted, he can't give an interview for anything because I heard him interview and he was boring. But his he's a center fielder. Center fielders everybody wants to watch. And the guy is good. I mean, good, 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 good. Uh, Terry uh, Machi, uh, DH, he also plays infield. He put up uh, 21 home runs. Um, Austin Hayes, another outfielder, 22 home runs. Uh, Cecil and Austin. Cecil uh, batted 291. He's a young man. He's only going to get better. This Oriole team, if they don't mess it up, they added uh, Root uh, Rudin or Dare. They added him to play second baseman, a veteran. Uh, play with the Yankees, play with Texas. Oh, remember, he's the guy that took that punch to the face. <laughs> no, he delivered the punch to the face 
to uh, Jose Bautista. Now they're pitching. That's a different story. Uh, John means the only pitcher of notable renown to talk about. Uh, he, uh, he had an ERA at 3.62. They've made adjustments to their field. So it's not as... Because teams were salivating to go play in Baltimore. Especially that short porch and... Um, at, over in left field, like it was like, oh, let me just. If you want left hand, all you do is just be late. I right? me be a little like, take that thing the other way. And if you are a right hander, you'd be just a little early. All oh, it's going. So apparently they took that advantage away, which should have been an advantage for the home team, but it wasn't. Now, I think Baltimore's going to be competitive, but they're probably still going to finish in the bottom of the basement. Now, the next team you should probably take a look at. Now, I don't have all their lineups because, again, I just got tired of doing it. But uh, if you take a look at the, or, the, the, the the Dodgers, their lineup will be Mookie Betts. I got a large this, man. Their lineup is going to be Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, okay, uh, Freddie Freeman, Justin Tucker, Max Muncy, Will Smith, not that Will Smith, uh, Chris Taylor, Cody Bollinger, who's one of the best hitters ever, and AJ Pollock. Their one, two, three, four is one of the best. Like that's Yankee status of the old days. Like they, that's murder row. Mogi Betts is the leadoff, and he could bat anywhere in your lineup and be a threat. And not to mention, they brought back Clayton. They brought back Clayton Kershaw to to pitch again. Uh, Walker uh, Bullet uh, is back again. Uh, uh, you're gonna. They, I mean, it's not the the pitcher staff is strong. It's not a staff of just like oh my god, I can't believe like they didn't go out and get like a Zach Grinky again. But last year the team was good and they weren't that far. And Clayton Kershaw was hurt for most of it. So yeah, San Francisco and San Diego, you had your chance. The big bad wolves are back. Trust me when I tell you what I'm saying to you, because I I really think if you the I think Freddie Freeman is one of those plug-in players, guys that you can just plug in, and he 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 is a former league MVP, but I don't think Freddie Freeman has an ego. Like I think he can join this rock, join this team, PYP, play his part, and not he he's not going to mess up anything. He's a great first baseman. He's a great hitter. Like, if anything, it, he, there's no, like, what adjustments does he need to make? And I don't think the team needs to make any, they don't need to make any adjustments for him. He's a left-hand hitter playing in Los Angeles. It's not a left-hand friendly ballpark. It's more of a pitcher's ballpark. But at the same time, like, the guy can hit anywhere. And he's on the road. He's going to be a threat. And then when he goes to Colorado, he's just going to launch that ball. And then not to mention when they play San Francisco like a hundred times. Remember the last left-hander to play in San Francisco a lot? Uh, yeah, his name was Barry Bonds. So, if you look at the Padres, I think the Padres, you still got Manny Machado. You still, eventually, when he's, uh, you'll get um, Francisco Jr. back once he's healthy. Uh, but Luke Voigt, to me, is the wild card. Because he's going to play consistently on this team. And the Yankees giving him up. Was the dumbest move. We're not getting there yet, Brent. Not there yet. We're not there yet. But I like Luke Voigt joining that team. Um, they need pitchers like Blake Snell to bounce back. Uh, they need you, Darvish, to give them one more season, one more solid season before they phone it. You know, before it's all done. Because the Padres' window is short. Because I know they were trying to like analytic it, but they need to figure something out because. The Dodgers ain't getting dark. Well, the Dodgers will not be bad for any any length of time. All right, let's move on to because I want to get to the Yankees. I'm about to skip everything because I need I, I need to give the Yankees all my time. All right, if you look at what the Mets did, the Mets didn't really add anything from an offensive standpoint. The biggest takeaway was they gave Jacob Degrom the best teammate he can ever have in Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer is the warrior god they call him. Tony Korn has a coin that phrase. This guy is a monster. I don't know if he's going to win 20 games. I don't know at his age if he's going to be the same. He kind of wore, he, 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 he basically wore himself out playing in that leg. And we know what happens when play, big name players sign with the Mets. 
They go. You, they might as well move the Mets to Florida because everybody who's a big name that signs with the Mets, they go there to retire. Like seriously, the Mets have not had a great free agent signing in a long time. Not one that substands the test of time. Mike Piazza is the last Mets pickup, and he's not even a free agent. So they traded for him. He is the last Mets player they got that held up his end of the bargain while everybody else just comes there because the Mets overpaid for everybody and they go, oh, I'm hurt. What are you hurt with? Ah, uh, a new element. Only people making a hundred grand make a hundred grand uh, an inning gets this 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 illness. I don't know if I can play ever again. Like, what? Yeah, I, I, I'm sick. I got the consumption. <laughs> now, the Twins are always an interesting team because the Twins have done something they don't routinely do. The Twins, Colorado, they all did stuff that, you know, this is not this is not what they do. The Twins always have bad years that bounce back up. But now, with Brian Buxton, they add Carlos Correa. For, they have two first-round dra- draft picks. <laughs> like, how crazy? First overall picks, all right? They add... Gary Sanchez of the Yankees. He's bringing that Yankee culture to Minnesota. Him playing in Minnesota, the Yankees are going to reap the day they traded this man because he's going to play in New in Minnesota where there is no expectations. There will be no New York press. There will be no fans booing him because he showed up to the ballpark late wearing a burka. Like, he doesn't have to worry about some of this stuff anymore. And it's curious to see how he, like, the guy's got power. He's going to play in Minnesota, and I'm tempted to say a man who routinely bats under his weight, I think he's going to have an MVP-like year, and if you're the Yankees, you should be sad. Another former Yankee on this team is Sonny Gray, who had a great year with the Rays, I mean the Reds, and now he's coming to Minnesota. Again, playing for a team like Minnesota is not going, the expectations are here. So all these guys got to do is show up to the ballpark and do their job, and they will. It's not like playing for the Dodgers. It's not like playing for the Red Sox. It's not playing for the Yankees, where the expectations to win, 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 win. The expectation of Minnesota is just stay healthy. And Rocco Bardelli has proven he's a very good coach. He can get it done. Now, the moment you all been waiting for, the moment in which I. This is the moment. We all can. I am. I have zero idea what the Yankees are doing. This Brian Cashman and this Anna. The Yankees are being run as if they're hurting for money. If they are, I need, we as fans need to know. Like, are the Yankees not making critical moves for whatever reason? The fact Matt Scherzer is not a Yankee or Carlos Correa or Freddie Freeman or. Uh, Mike Trout, uh, um, Manny Machado, the the fact Aaron Judge doesn't have a contract. Don't give me this crap. The Yankees have the money. They have the collateral. They have it all. I have 15 Yankee hats in this house. I know all the money goes to them. Like, enough, okay? This Yankee roster, this Yankee lineup, uh, if this is true, you're going to have Anthony Rizzo batting first, Aaron Judge batting seven, Giancarlo Stanton batting third, Josh Donaldson. We stopped there. The Yankees traded Gary Sanchez for Josh Donaldson, a man that is 37 years of age. I am not, it's not like I'm any younger, but I'm also not trying to lead a team to a championship. Since that man won the MVP award, since that man was the darling of Toronto, he has played for multiple teams. He hasn't been a shell of what he was previous years ago. He hasn't come close. Why in the blue cheese is this man on the Yankees as a starter, as a star? Let's look at this, shall we? We're, we're done. Josh Donaldson came into the league in 2010 in 14 games. We're not going to count that, all right? 75. We're going to start it here. 2013, he played 158 games, 24 home runs, 93 RBIs. Not too shabby, okay? Pretty good numbers. 2014, 29 home runs, uh, 98 RBIs. 2015, 41 home runs, 123 RBIs. This is MVP year. 
He went uh, the, the following year, 37, 99, uh, 33, 78. There's a pattern. Then, 2018, he played 52 games, 8 home runs, 23. 2019, he played 155, 37 home runs, 94. Not too bad. 2010, I mean 2020, he played in 28 games. 2021, he played in 135 games in which he hit 26 home runs and 72 RBIs. And what was his batting averages those years? Oh, here we go. Last year, 247. The year before that, he was hurt. The year he played, uh, 259, 247, 270, 248. And then the best year was his MVP year. Since 2015, he's been the most average human on the planet. And you got rid of a 20-something-year-old catcher that gives you the same numbers for a 37-year-old catcher who is this close from having one of them days where it's like, oh, Josh Donaldson's done. Because he's old. That's what you went for? All the pieces out there you went for. And then my favorite, we're just going to skip. The Yankees still have Aaron Hicks. I will not get to news today, everybody, because this is more important. <laughs> we will not get to news today. All right, we'll get to news. You know what? I'm, I'm done. The Yankees are trash. I'm going to watch Every single game, because I'm a glutton for punishment. When we come back, the news, and then we'll wrap it up talking about LeBron James. This is Downray Sports.
to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. All right, let's wrap it up. So LeBron James is put himself in the category of number two all-time scorers, number one all-time in both playoffs and uh, regular season, but he is currently number two. And I believe he has this year and next year to catch Kareem, which barring any catastrophic injury, he got in the back. The conversation for LeBron has been different in so many ways. I don't I think Jordan went through this a little bit, but you never had when Jordan came in the league, when Magic came in the league, when Bird, all those guys, like you never had a situation where there was this much talk about who's the best. That kind of came up more or less during the um, the the internet age or the debate age. Hold on one second. This needs to be recorded. <laughs> uh, this kind of st- so the debate with you know who's the best started when debate shows PTI. Uh, first take, first on this cold pizza. You know they they would have these conversations and try to justify their arguments. And you know we as fans have always had these conversations in various places in school and stuff like that. But we always talked about who was the best in the form of who was playing against that person. We would use other players to compare them to, but it was always recognized that. Magic, Bird, uh, Kareem, Wilt, uh, Jerry, West, Bill Russell, uh, they were on a mountain of their own. They were in their own world. Michael Jordan is in that world, but Michael Jordan also was in a world of his own. And then um, you would have... um, Arguments who was in because the when once Mike retired officially, the conversation honestly, before Mike retired, the conversation was oh, it's Mike and nobody else. And Magic and Isaiah and those guys would say to you, oh, it's Mike and no, you know, Isaiah not as much, but it was understood like there was Mike's level, and then the level right underneath Mike was is Magic Kareem. And those guys, and then under that is people like you know, the uh, Charles Barkley and um, Elgin Baylor, you know, different got great, still great, but it's like one, two, you know, what I mean, LeBron has put himself in a in a very unique situation. I can argue until I'm blue in the face that Jordan's better than Mike. I watched, I sat and watched both play. The, my my reason for my argument has clearly it, it, it's strictly on the premises of you got one game to win. Who you taking? Not a soul is going to take LeBron. And forget this conversation of Kevin Durant being one of the Kevin Durant's a great scorer, great scorer, fantastic basketball player. Kevin Durant yet has proven he can lead a team. To the promise that LeBron has done it. KD didn't lead Golden State. KD joined Golden State. You forget that team was already a champion before he got there and was in the fight. You know what I mean? Like, they got him to make them better, but he didn't lead anybody anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, since his departure, he's been whatever. Now, granted, he was hurt, and then last year, it was last year. But, like, enough, all right? Kevin Durant's a great basketball player. One of the best ever. As far as him being the conversation greatest of all time, even if he won six, I'm not putting him I'm not putting him at a LeBron. I'm just not. LeBron, to me, is, like, LeBron has broken. LeBron, <laughs> LeBron is Loki or King the Conqueror or Spider-Man for Spider-Man and for No Way, no way Home. And... He has basically broken the NBA universe into it shattered it into the point where we don't know where anybody is anymore because he has done things in a way that we can't comprehend. If you look at LeBron's numbers career wise, right? 
over 1,300, to be exact, 1,346 games played, which is a lot. 27 points average his career, 7, 7.5 assists, 50, it's 50% from the field, uh, 7.5 rebounds. His player efficiency rating is 27.5. Average players get 15. Um, his win shares is 450. Uh, win shares, by the way, is the estimate of number of wins a player contributes to the team. So, his is 450. Career point total, uh, 36,985. 36, he has 105 triple-doubles. That's impressive. You know what I mean? Uh, eight all-star appearances, one scoring title, four championships, four MVPs, six all-defensive teams, 17-time NBA or NBA. Why is it only seven? That's weird. If you compare him to the to the others, you compare, let's compare him to Kareem. Kareem played in more games, uh, 1,560. Uh, 1, he averaged 24 points a game, 11 rebounds, 55 from the field. Actually, 56 from the field, sky hook. His player efficiency is 26.6. LeBron's is higher. Uh, his his um, win share is higher at 273.4. And total career points are 38,387, all-time leader. 19-time uh, All-Star, two-time scoring champion, six-time champion, 15-time All-NBA, 11-time All-Defense, six-time MVPs, two finals MVPs. He had magic for some of them years, but LeBron had Wade and Kyrie. All right. Oh, and Anthony Davis, the human ace bandage. Magic Johnson. I think we can now all say Magic is the best we've seen, but Magic is not in that category. Magic's career was cut short. It was. It was. In fact, the year before he made the announcement, Magic just took a team to the finals. Like, what? So we don't know. You know, I, you kind of got to give Magic Johnson the same uh, uh, range as you would give... Um, a Sandy Colfax. Sandy Colfax had a short career. Both great, though. And when they were, they were clearly the best when they played. But if you look at Magic, uh, 906 games, 19.5 points a game, 7.2 assists a game, 11.2 rebounds a game. He's better in rebounds than LeBron. They're both the same height. Uh, 52% uh, from the field. His player efficiency is 24. His uh, win share is actually 155, I guess because Kareem had the higher, uh, 138 triple-doubles. 12 All-Star appearances, 10 All-NBA, 3 NBA Finals, champ no, 3 NBA Finals MVP awards, 3 MVP awards, and 5 NBA championships. It's not something to just sneeze at. And then, I was going to do Kobe, but I'm not, I don't think, I, I honestly think Kobe was great. Kobe's one of the best. I think LeBron's better. We forget, you know, God rest Kobe's soul, but we forget when Shaq and Kobe split, them dark years in L.A., that 2005, 6, 7 years where it was just like, ooh, I don't, we don't, can Kobe lead a team? LeBron has never had that question posed on him. We have never asked the question, can LeBron lead a team to the play? Like, right now, the Lakers suck. And if they make the playoffs, it's, well, they still got LeBron. Like, <laughs> with Kobe, it was like, they got, like, we had conversations that Kobe was not the best player. That's why Kobe lost the 2000s. The 2000s should have belonged. As soon as him and Shaq split, it should have been Kobe's time. But think about this. Think about this. Let this filter into your head. Kobe and Shaq ran from 2000 to 2004-ish. You know who got drafted in 2003? LeBron James. He enters the league and instantly, it's automatic. We're already talking about him. Kobe and Shaq split. Kobe now has to do, go at it alone. In them three years in the wilderness is when LeBron was building the LeBron James empire. And Kobe, yes, he got two championships out of it. After that, he won that second. LeBron James took over. And Kobe never, we never got the Kobe-LeBron matchup ever. We we saw Michael 
and Bird. We saw Michael and Isaiah. We saw Michael and Magic in the in play in great games. Michael faced everyone. We never got Kobe LeBron. We just never did. We got cheated. We will have the conversation of whose error was better. I feel that coming. But if we look at Michael's and we sum up, Michael played a thousand, uh, just at uh, 1,072 games. Averaged, if you will, 30 points a game. Average. That's including his run with the Wizards. Okay? Uh, 6.2 rebounds, 5.3 assists. He shot uh, 50% from the field. His player efficiency, 27.9. Same as LeBron's. LeBron's win share is higher. Jordan's was at 114. 14-time All-Star, 11-time All-NBA, 10-time scoring champion, 6-time NBA champion, 9-time All-Defensive, 6-time Finals, 5-time MVP. Should have probably got another one. I don't know why they gave it to Carmelo. Points all-time, uh, 32,292. We all know, Mike, you know, whatever. When you, when you break down Comparing what makes a player great. It's not all about the numbers. I'm using the numbers to make some of an argument and I'm going to wrap it up because I'm already over my time. We're going to wrap it up. You can't dismiss Jordan's will to want to win. His will to want to be better. Where LeBron is just great because he was gifted physically. Seriously. If LeBron has the body of uh, LeBron, I mean of uh, uh, Kobe, or even the body of someone else lesser than him, he may have been done already. His career could be over. We can't dismiss how great the man is. The man's great. He's too all time. I can make an argument that somebody else. I I, I almost made the argument that Shaquille O'Neal needs to get more run at where his place is in history because Shaq was fantastic. But the same thing, Shaq kind of just like oh, I'm Shaq, but. We everybody needs to get off of LeBron not being one of the best or not one of the top two. Like that needs to change. But LeBron has clearly broken the NBA universe and shattered it in the U we don't know. There's seventy five great players according to the NBA. It's probably really only twenty. But we need to figure out where LeBron actually places in history. Is he one? Is he two? What qualifies him? Is it his points? Because if it's his points, the Kareem was always the best. What was, you know what I mean? Like, we, yeah, well, he's won all time. Well, Kareem's got more championships and was the best all-time league scorer. So where's the, where are we at? Good question. Won't be answered tonight. Thank you for all for listening. It's been fun. Uh, good, I had a lot of energy this show. I'm tired now, if you can't tell in my voice. Uh, check us out. We'll be back this Sunday. Soon as the last game of the Elite Eight is over, we'll wrap up the brackets. Is uh, popping right now. Uh, so uh, check us out on Facebook Live this Sunday. The moment the last game is done, I will go on live. All right. Uh, you can download the podcast or an Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Radio Public, Radio Public, or Stitcher. You can also listen to the show. Uh, all the time on uh, DJ Chase Radio at live365.com slash DJ Chase Radio. Brand new episodes on dynastyradiony.com every Thursday at 8 p.m. Uh, you can listen to brand new episodes on Downray Sports' new home at 8 in the morning. Uh, Saturday on Fab 94.5, the hits at 594, the hits with z.com. And then finish up. The week at Saturday at 3 p.m. on Trap Radar Radio at FleetRadioNetwork.com. Uh, check us out on all the major platforms: uh, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. My Twitter is Brent Reed 18. Subscribe at YouTube at Downright Sports. Hit the little like button. Go to Instagram and TikTok to watch the latest little clippets. We'll talk to you guys later. Please be safe. Uh, pray for everybody in the Ukraine. Just pray for everybody, period. Just nice. I'm not pick, telling you to pick a religion. Just pray. Just be nice. Hey, whatever you are, just say a little word. Say a little prayer for you. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. As always, deuces.
do you pay, man? Huh? If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> <laughs>